just gone 6.20 a.m. On the eve of World Cancer Day, which is normally commemorated annually, on the 4th of February, the National Cancer Registry and patient-led, uh, rather, um, and patient-led cancer registry um, a platform <coughs> living with cancer, excuse me, uh, South Africa, have joined hands as they launched the first ever patient-led cancer registry. Now, this registry is dedicated to reshaping the country's cancer care landscape. To discuss the matter, we welcome online Dr. Masvita Mushengeti from the National Institute of Communicable Diseases, as well as the creator of the platform, Living with Cancers, Belinda Wagner. Uh, let's start with Dr. Masvetti first. Good morning, Dr. Masvetti. Masvita. Good morning. How are you? And thank you for having me. Thank you for joining us, Dr. Masvita, once again. Dr. Masvita, the link between the National Cancer Registry and the National Institute for Communicable Diseases. Now, of course, that is a national institution, um, you know, government-backed and, of course, supported by many in the, uh, you know, in the community as well. Is the NICD basically in charge of the National Cancer Registry or how does it work? Is it a partnership of sorts? So absolutely. So the National Cancer Registry is a department within the NICD. And I know that uh, the NICD is a communicable disease institute. And I think the question that is on many people's minds is that why is cancer, which is a non-communicable disease, it's not infectious, you can't catch cancer. Um, why is it under the same institute as uh, the infectious diseases well um this is because at present in south africa we do not have a non-communicable disease institute uh, but we do have the common uh, goal of surveillance which is uh, checking statistics of specific diseases so we do have that common goal so it was strategically put under the national institute of communicable diseases since 2016 so that we can uh, utilize the same platforms that have been used for surveillance of infectious diseases uh, for cancer. Um, so basically we're sharing resources and we are under uh, the NICD. We are a department within the NICD. It has 10 centers and we are one of them. Nine of them infectious and one is cancer. Yeah, I hope I've answered your question. Yes, Dr. Masvida, thank you for thank you for that uh, you know that discussion or that clarification. Also joining us is Living with Cancers, Belinda Wagner. Uh, Belinda, good morning to you. Thank you for joining us. Good morning. Thank you, and thank you for having me on the on the show. Belinda, you are the creator of the first ever patient-led cancer platform. Give us the background on the platform and the work that is being done by Living with Cancer. So the background really is quite simple. Um, through my own journey of, of being diagnosed with a really rare cancer and searching for information, I then realized that we, we you know, there was something that I could do to give back to the, to the cancer community. And uh, I started the, the patient-led cancer registry just in support of the need um, for the lack of information. So living with cancer gives patients a voice and the, the partnership with the National Cancer Registry and the NICD is really important so that we can focus on the, on the process together. And the background 
on on the platform is pretty simple is how do we effectively collect data to help make a difference in the cancer community and but by being patient-led it gives it empowers the patient to do something about the situation that we're facing Hmm. Um, and even that I said that's an important one, Linda. I mean, patient-led, so that uh, you know those who have been through or currently, uh, you know, fighting cancer have a you know have a really important role to play. They they play the primary role in driving the registry. That's that's correct. So so again, as I said, it empowers the the patient, and it allows us to somehow contribute. And and I think what's important here is, you know. Cancer can be a really lonely journey and living with cancer is also a platform that unites people that are are going through the same journey so that we can share our experiences, uh, experiences, we can share our stories and and more than anything, I think we are able to collectively make a difference and and I think that's what we're all trying to strive to achieve and help the, the the NPR also achieve their objectives. Dr. Masvita, I mean, can you give us an idea of the most common cancers in South Africa? And of course, some of the more rare types of cancers that people are not commonly aware of. And possible symptoms, you know, all too often uh, symptoms are there. Uh, patient themselves or the family remains unaware of it or, or it's just considered part of, well, maybe aging for that matter. Or it, it's not such that... It impacts the life of somebody to a point that they would now seek medical treatment, and only that diagnose the diagnosis is only made when, unfortunately, uh, you know it's too late to start any process of treatment. Thank you. Um, so our cancer stats, we usually report them um, in divided men and women. So um, I'll start with women. So. Um, the most common cancers in women in South Africa, the very first one is breast cancer. Then there's cervix, colorectal, uterus, and non-Hodgkin's lymphoma. So um, I've just given you the top five. I know we're limited for time. And then um, for men, uh, the top five is prostate cancer, colorectal cancer, lung cancer, non-Hodgkin's lymphoma, and melanoma. So the Department of Health um, have identified what they call the priority cancers. So they are called the five plus one priority cancers. These are the most common cancers, the five most common cancers when you've combined men and women. And then the plus one is the childhood cancer. So um, the so the five the five uh, plus one that's breast, cervix, colorectal prostate and lung so that's the five and then the plus one is childhood cancers childhood cancers are are part of the priority but they are rare Uh, why have they been made a priority Um, because the world health organization has made them a priority because it has been found that 80 percent of children in developed countries these high income countries they survive that means most childhood cancers can be cured um but here in our low and medium income countries like south africa it's only 20 percent of children with childhood cancer who survive so that 80 20 disparity has made childhood cancer to become 
uh, one of the priority cancers. So that's the five plus one. So mm. we have to focus on those first and then uh, look at the others. But having said that, there are thousands of type of cancers. Even when we say breast cancer, we're just talking about a group of cancers because within that there are different, there are different subtypes and these have implications for prognosis like with how long you will live and whether you, your treatment will work on you. So um, I, I know that sometimes people just think that because someone has breast cancer, it's the same one. No, they are different types of breast cancer. And every day, we, every now and then, we get a, a notification from the international agents for research and cancer to say, uh, we thought that this cancer was in this group, but due to current research, we have now subdivided it further because we see that they are completely uh, different um, prognosis and we've learned a little bit more. So um, I would, so broadly, um, that's what I would say about the cancers. And in terms of symptoms, you, uh, for, for, for cancers that are, you know, that you can see from the outside, you know, for example, breast, uh, it's usually a lump. So any growth, should be investigated. But we have to think about other cancers that are inside, that there's nothing you can see. So you have rather non-specific symptoms. I can say, for example, involuntary weight loss. So if you, I know a lot of people go on weight loss, which is good for your health, but sometimes you lose weight without trying, you just get thinner. So that should always be investigated. Why are you losing weight? Or Anemia, you know, having low blood, you know, looking pale and tired is a common cancer symptom for many cancers. So if you are, never say, I'm just anemic. No, you should always be investigated. So this, these are just some of the symptoms that people can think of. Thank you for that, Dr. Masvita. Belinda, if I could just conclude with you, um, in a minute or two, if you, if you could just summarize, um, you know that the, the issues that many cancer patients feel, especially from a societal point of view, I mean, many cancer patients may feel isolated and believe that the diagnosis is an automatic death sentence and this is now going to spell the very end. H how important is this registry, uh, you know, by way of support, by way of psychosocial support, family support for those who are battling cancer or those who are in fact cancer survivors? If I could ask you, you know, in a minute or two, if you had to summarize the, the importance of this registry. So, I mean, living with cancer, patient registry enables cancer patients to be active participants in closing the cancer surveillance gap and also to improve the accuracy of cancer statistics. So good cancer statistics help inform the government on the true burden of cancer and consequently estimate the resources that are needed for the care for cancer patients. And, and, and help with policies to reduce cancer. So, I mean, at the end of the day, it's our way of participating. It's our way of contributing. And the, the huge drive to, to gather the data is what's going to make the difference. So we need all cancer patients and everyone within the cancer community to help drive the, 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 the data so that we can really make a difference collectively.
Belinda Wagner, thank you for your time this morning, as well as Dr. Masvita Mushingeti uh, for that information regarding uh, cancer itself. And uh, ladies, of course, have a good weekend ahead of you. And thank you for your time. Thank you so much. Have a great day. Thank you. Thank you.